Hello again, everyone. Welcome to Choices, Finding Your Joy with Paula Vale. And I am sharing with you today just an amazing young woman. We have with us today Erin O'Brien. And she is the CEO and Editor-in-Chief of the award-winning 71 Magazine and parent media firm, 71 Publications. She has 13 years of experience in media and publishing, beginning as a freelance writer-editor in 2006, and ultimately leading editorial teams of up to seven publications simultaneously. She's also a university instructor in arts and communications, helping adult students from all uh, disciplines uh, to build valuable transferable skill sets. I love it. And you do so much more. My gosh, Erin, you are absolutely awesome, honey. Well, thank you so much, Paula. Welcome. I'm honored to have you in the show. Uh, and I would love for you to share even a bit more about your background and, and what brought you to, to where you're at today. Well, um, like you just said in that lovely introduction. Um, I've been at this in media since 2006. Um, my original goal was always to become a magazine editor, which I did pretty quickly. Um, but I guess for getting where I am now with 71, um, that was sort of an interesting journey as well. Um, really, I guess you could say that started in about 2014. At the time, I was working at a publishing firm. It was the one that you mentioned a second ago where there were seven publications. So I was leading the editorial department for all seven of these things, and it was crazy. I mean, I'm, I, I don't know that I'm over it yet. It was really insane. Um, but the, and it was really, really great experience. But at the time, unfortunately, the, um, the environment there was really toxic. Uh, so it was really not a positive place. And as much as I love the work, I love working with creativity and magazines and everything. I just was not happy. I was not in a good place. And so I decided that I wanted to make a change. Um, not just for me professionally, but also for me personally to be in a better place and state of mind. And so I went back to school. I currently call it grad school round one because I'm into my second master's right now. But it was an MA in communication. So I went back to the school environment, had a lot of fun. And interestingly enough, my intention at the time uh, was to change career fields. So I was planning to say goodbye to media entirely and to go into academics uh, and to teach college courses. And um, I think that was in part a response to just being um, overworked, you know, really, really fast approaching um, burnout. And I was just done with all of it at the time. So I did that and I really enjoyed it. It was great. I loved the coursework. Flash forward to spring 2017. That's my last semester in that program. And at this point I'd done all my coursework. I'd taken my comprehensive exams and the only thing left was my thesis. And so there I am in like March of that year, probably at like two or 3 a.m. I'm a night owl, that's when I do my writing. So I was sitting there working on it and suddenly I just had this idea it just occurred to me that I should start my own publication. And I don't know where that came from. 
uh, at the time it was like kind of sort of like being hit over the head with an idea. I had never thought about going into business of any kind. And again, I was set on a different track. I mean, by that point I had applied to doctoral schools and I'd applied for teaching jobs and all of this stuff. Um, but I just had this idea and it was so strong. This, um, I guess this idea and this knowledge that I had to go with it, I had to run with it. And so that's why I decided to start 71. That was the beginning of it really. And of course telling everyone around me was fun. They were like, wow, that's random. What happened to your other plan? Um, so it was pretty crazy, but um, I just knew at the time, I mean, obviously I didn't know how it would turn out. I didn't know that the magazine would be successful or anything, but I knew that I had to do it. Yeah. And so um, it's been a really, really fun journey. Um, and that's kind of the, basically the birthplace of my yeah. current state. Yes. And Erin, isn't it just amazing how we can totally change the direction we're going to go and find our passion in something else. Myself, I went to college to be an accountant. I had it all figured out. And okay. after graduating, I'd been working in a restaurant, but I fell in love with working in a restaurant and became a restaurant owner and was there 27 years. I mean, great. find our passion in times we don't even think we're in, we will, or we're even looking for something different. I just love that you you did that. So what would you say about the topic of following your passion? What What's that mean to you, Erin? I think it's super important um, for anyone, but I would, I would say probably especially for people who are creative um, or just really independent, like entrepreneurs as well. Um, I think it was Steve Jobs said something very, very good that I love about um, you either work on your dream or you work on someone else's dream. If you're just um, working in a job like I was and like so many people are probably that you don't like or that you're just not happy with, um, you do have the power to change that. And if there's something that you really love doing, um, go for it. Absolutely. I tell my students all the time, um, you know, I'll have them ask me, should I go into this? Should I, especially um, students in the arts, they'll ask me, you know, is this doable? Can I make a career out of this? Is this a waste of my time? I'll hear that one and I'll just say, no, it's not a waste of your time if you love to do it. And if you love to do it, you'll find a way to do it and make it work for you. It's just a matter of, I guess, initially the most important thing, making the decision. I'm going to do this. This is my dream. I'm going to follow it. And so then obviously the next equally important step is to follow through because if you don't uh, get that ball rolling on your own, to make your own dream happen, then people are not going to do it for you. So it's very important to be self-motivated and driven in the pursuit of it. Yes. Yes. I love that. And that's so true. A big step is making that decision. And then that next step is taking the step to make it happen. Yes. And once you're over that, really, it's just, just taking a new step every day, isn't it? Yeah, baby steps. Um, one thing that I've learned very much the hard way um, is to not, uh, well, my mom calls it borrowing worries. And I think that that's a good way of putting it. Um, don't try to take on everything at one time because especially what you know, being um, a restaurant owner yourself um, and entrepreneurship 
I mean, get ready for a wave of stuff, just <laughs> a lot of stuff. Uh, it's, it's everything you expect, plus a whole lot of other things that probably didn't even occur to you in the beginning. Tons of decisions, all of this. And so um, very much what helped me and also my core, my amazing core team from day one was just taking it one day at a time and not worrying about, oh, what are we going to be doing in five years or even next month? I mean, just focus on what's in front of you, handle that, and then move on to the next thing that... First of all, I think it's a much more productive way of working, prioritizing your time, but also it helps very much deal with stress, which is also really important. Yes. And, and that really, it is a powerful message, Erin, for anyone that is reaching out to become an entrepreneur or even, you know, an, a, an executive or someone that is in control of a team. Those are Great words, some real wisdom there, Erin, because it is steps. And and you do have things come that you didn't even see coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a special kind of, of growth being an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. So tell us, tell us about the magazine. Tell us about 71. Yeah, 71 is a digital arts magazine. Um, so essentially we focus on all forms of arts. Uh, so that's fashion, music, um, even technology. We get into some of that, the art and science and the science and art, um, design. We love photographers. We work with photographers from all over the world. I mean, it blows my mind. Some of the things they come up with, they're just so creative. Um, so we focus on all of these arts and really the goal is ultimately i guess to be <clears throat> excuse me to be inspirational um people i believe personally my team believes that you should be inspired by positive messages and um creativity that's just great i mean there's so much negativity in the world unfortunately um there's a lot of horrible things that you can see and anytime you look at the news any day of the week, but you know, why not focus on some of the things that humanity is doing that are absolutely amazing? And the world is amazing too. I mean, we, we love nature as well. Um, so in putting all of these amazing things together, ultimately we like to think of it as a journey. Our little catchphrase is the arts less traveled. Uh, so we like to look at really cool things in new ways and also bring uh, awareness to some of these artists from, again, all over the world who are doing the same thing and are kind of um, in, in a, a complimentary place with us, if you will. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of what we're about in terms of our content and our vision. Um, we are also, we're digital by monthly publication and we like to make it a really engaging interactive experience for our readers. And so we'll um, embed video a lot of the time. There's amazing BTS with some of our um, photo shoots that we've done. And there's also um, just some, like I think we've linked out to some TED Talks for some content that's really complimentary to a photo feature or whatever the case may be, just things like that that enhance the experience for our readers as well. Uh, and so, yeah, 71 is a passion project, not only for me, 
um, but also for my core team. I've got two amazing people who've been with me from day one, and obviously none of it would be possible without them, of course. Oh, it's very I, much a team effort. Yes, yes. And I love your point, and I feel that with doing my shows. There, there are, you know, things happening in the world, people in low vibrations, but yet there are so many awesome people out there. Mm -hmm. and things yes. happening and for you to be able to share more of that as I can with my show being able to honor you I mean that's a beautiful thing to be able to do isn't it it is yeah it's really um, a privilege for sure yes so what would you say with the two years you've you've had the publications share a couple of what have been your favorite topics or arts whatever that you've shared that really touched your heart do you have some favorites oh it's really hard to pick favorites um but i guess one of the one of my favorite aspects of what we do that i really didn't touch on just now is um we like to feature a lot of women and put women in a, a position of um prominence as well i mean so many women, especially women behind the camera, like um, directors and photographers, they don't really get their due mm -hmm. a lot of the time. And so it's really, really awesome to be able to show their work to people and not only to show their work, but also to allow, allow them to share their stories. So we do a whole lot of interviews, obviously with some truly, truly gifted people. And I'm not just not to say that we don't feature any men at all. I mean, I'm a firm believer that amazing work is amazing work. Mm -hmm. And I'm, it's really not important to me who is doing it because it's like, this is amazing. We want to get in touch with you and we want to talk to you and bring you to our readers. Um, but yeah, so women, that's a huge thing. Um, also, I like to, or we, I should say, we like to focus on, like I said, the arts and sciences. Um, a lot of the time, these two areas are pitted against each other like different teams like the sciences are over here and the arts are over here and they don't get along most of the time. But I don't, I mean, I, I don't quite buy into that personally because again, there's so much of each one in the other. Science really is an art and vice versa. Um, so that's another um, aspect that I really like. Other things that are important to us are sustainability um, and being green and um, uh, knowledgeable about the environment and our impact on it. Um, that's huge, um, and that's a big part of the reason why we are digital. Um, printing costs a lot of money, first of all, anyway, but also that affects the environment. Trees are dying for paper, right? So that's one of the things that we really definitely stay away from um, in, in efforts to not make matters worse in terms of what's going on um, with the planet. So we focus on that. Um, and also um, animals, that's another thing. We love, love animals, um, absolutely. So um, we haven't actually gotten into that a whole lot in our content directly yet, but it's definitely something that is um, one of our really, uh, something that's really close to our hearts. And so I don't know if that exactly answers your question, but all of that stuff really is kind of my favorite things in terms of what we do. Yes. And, you know, 
I feel the same way. You know, it's, it is hard to have some favorites because so many things can touch your heart and mean a lot to you. And that's, it's so beautiful that you do care about so many things and share so much of that in your magazine. That is fantastic. And it, you know, it really is beautiful that you have the team you're working with and you've built this for two years now and you have this beautiful future and it must be so exciting to think what what ahead do we have that we're going to be sharing that has to be a lot of fun too oh it's definitely a lot of fun and we've got so many stories i mean not yeah the ones we publish but a whole lot of other stories too of other things we've experienced um some really um, especially early on, although this has certainly been true throughout, but we had some early experiences that were just like, how did that, how did that happen? Really? Did that happen? I mean, it was crazy. So, um, uh, to give you a couple of specific examples on that, and this is very early days. So back in, I guess, late 2017, mind you, that's, um, right after our first issue ever came out, uh, we had this list of different people. Uh, fairly well-known people that were like on the wish list, right? People that we wanted to talk to and feature. So one of those is um, an artist named Christabel. I'm not sure if you're familiar with her. She's more commonly known as director David Lynch's muse. is um, one of my favorite directors. And so she was on the list. Uh, we contacted her and she actually agreed to an interview and she was our second ever cover star. And that's one person from the wish list that we got to feature. Not only that, we also set up a photo shoot with her uh, cross country. Um, she's located in San Francisco. And so that was just a really encouraging thing very early on. And right out around the same time, a couple of weeks after that issue comes out, we go to the San Antonio Cocktail Conference and of all people, director Steven Soderbergh is there. Turns out he has a line of liquor called Singani. And um, he was there and I'm like, how is he in San Antonio? This is incredible. But we asked if we could have a word with him and we sat down there and had drinks with him in downtown San Antonio and interviewed him. So this is early stuff that seemed very surreal at the time. And even now, as I'm talking about it, I'm like, how did that happen <laughs> for a brand new, um, in fully independent publication? Um, it can be a little bit hard to tell people. I mean, at that time you're having to tell people this is what we're about and we're, we have this bright future. This is all the stuff that we want to do. But a lot of people want to see the proof. They're like, I don't know where this is going to go. I don't know if this will happen. Um, and, but of course, the more you keep at it, like we've done, we haven't missed an issue yet. We've always published on time ever since day one. And so in so doing that establishes your credibility. And I think that those experiences and others like them were, um, that they really helped get us going both literally and also um, emotionally and psychologically too. Yes. I love it. I love it. And a, a big part of anything that we're doing that we're working so hard with, we really do have to have, you know, find it can be difficult sometimes, but it can be done a work life balance. That's a big part of having a business and, or having a, you know, heavy workload. And, and you, would you say you've accomplished that, Erin? 
That is a work in progress. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure how good at it I am yet, but I do have certain things that I do that have helped make things manageable and I've had a whole lot of things going on. Um, so one of the things that I think is really important is taking a little time every day. So one of the things that, I mean, I've caught myself thinking it's, I think very common is this kind of, especially in the early days when you're maybe new in your career, you just started your business or something, it can feel in some ways like, oh, I can't take time off. I can't go on vacation. I can't do this. I can't do that. It's very defeatist thinking. And it's, rational i mean if you have a mountain of work it can absolutely feel like i really shouldn't walk away from this i really should mm -hmm. sit down and knock this out but um instead of focusing on what you can't do i like to focus on what we can do and what we can do spare a few minutes at least every day um, so part of my sanity routine if you will is just just doing that and that's part of what i said earlier about um just taking a little at a time one thing at a time one task and also this time to yourself or this time to breathe, um, take that in small amounts as well. So then there you have it, it's doable and you get a little every day as opposed to just working yourself into the ground and then crashing because once you crash, that's it. I mean, you, nothing, no work's getting done if you're crashed out, right? So if you can put that off by giving yourself a little, uh, that really helps. And so that's been completely amazing for me. Give yourself just a little bit of happiness every day. Some, even if it's listening to your favorite song or, you know, doing, doing something you enjoy. Gosh, we have about uh, four minutes left in the show. What, what last information do you want to leave with us, Erin? Well, I'm excited to tell you, Paula, and also your viewers, that 71 is nominated for Magazine of the Year at the San Antonio Fashion Awards. Um, so fun fact, we were nominated last year and we won this honor last year in our first year of existence of publication. So that was really, really awesome. It was an excellent night. Um, but so the way this works, uh, since we're nominated again, is it's chosen by community vote. And I did say the San Antonio Fashion Awards, but anyone can vote from anywhere in the world. All you need to do is just go to SanAntonioFashionAwards.com and vote 71 Magazine for Magazine of the Year. Um, every vote counts and it's amazing supporters of the arts, like I'm sure many of your readers are, that allow publications like mine, independent publications, to really um, flourish and keep doing what we're doing. And so voting is currently live and it will be live through September 27th. That is so exciting. My gosh. You, you know, it's, isn't it wonderful, Erin, how one person or one group, how they can make such a big difference? You know, they can start that wave and, and share so many good things and, and be a positive energy in the world. And the fact that, that you are on that list really tells us that that is really beautiful thank you paula gosh yeah it's got to be so inspiring for you so do you see anything new coming with the magazine or pretty much just kind of rolling the way you're going and just constantly finding new fantastic things to share 
any new projects, I guess, is what I'm asking. Yeah, we've got some really exciting things on the horizon. Um, so I, I founded 71 as a magazine, yes, but actually also as a multimedia firm, as you said previously, 71 publications. So we're going to be expanding in some really cool ways. We're also looking into, um, I guess, really giving back to our community in additional ways, apart from what we already do with our content and our features. Um, but we're also going to be helping women in business in a more direct way as well um, by establishing a foundation. Uh, so that's something that we're looking at uh, probably after our voting campaign is over. That's more like 2020 mm -hmm. uh, for next year. But I'm really excited to get started with it because it's, um, it's sort of like a, a blending of my worlds. I'm still in academics, but mm -hmm. I'm also in media. And so having seen all of these um, different things within business and especially for women in business and women in media business mm -hmm. to be more specific um, there's definitely a need uh, to be filled there and so we're really really excited about that yes yes I love that and yes having seen the difference from managing a restaurant to owning it the way I was treated it's there is a difference <laughs> on how people view men and female entrepreneurs. But I think, you know, we're just growing and growing and really, you know, there's, there's great women, there's great men out there doing just wonderful things. I love that. And I love that you're sharing so much of that, Erin. Thank you so much. It's again, it's, it's an honor. It, it's absolutely an honor. Yeah. Well, I am excited to get online and give your magazine a vote. And Thank you so much. That's yeah. awesome. This is just fantastic. Do you have any, uh, you already share, will you share the website one more time with everyone, please? Yes, absolutely. It is sanantoniofashionawards.com. And once again, we're 71 magazine and we're nominated for magazine of the year. Great. And so is that the, also the website they would get on to see your magazine? To check us out, you can go yeah. to my71mag.com. Great. All our issues and everything. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Erin. You have been so fantastic. I'm thank honored so to have you. Thank you so much, Paula. It's an honor to talk with you. Thank you. Everybody, love, hugs, and blessings. Erin, love, hugs, and blessings. Thank you so much. Live a happy life. Turn your average life into a happy life with Paula Bale's book, Why Am I So Happy? Tired of waking up to the same routine, but just a different day? Would you like to live a happy life effortlessly? We want to introduce you to Paula Vale, the author of Why Am I So Happy? Paula is a TV slash radio host, Reiki master slash teacher, and published author. She understands life's challenges and will guide you in releasing negative thoughts to find emotional and physical joy and balance. Paula shares tips on how to invest in yourself to become the joy-filled person you were meant to be. Paula's book, why Am I So Happy? is informative, inspiring, and overflowing with gratitude. Her words benefit both men and women and provide a guide to living a happy, healthy, fun, and prosperous life. Why live the happy life? Because you deserve it. It's that simple. Don't procrastinate because you could be living your happy life now. Purchase Paula's book, Why Am I So Happy? on Amazon.com today.